This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, single-use plastic is a hot topic these days, and more and more we are trying to reduce the amount of plastic we use. We know how destructive it can be to the environment, particularly our oceans. Well, on that front, there's a student from Memorial University in Newfoundland and Labrador who may have come up with an alternative, a plastic alternative that actually uses nature. We're going to find out more about this now with the help of that student, and that is Courtney LaPrize. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you. Now, tell me what it is that you came up with here. Um, so basically, it is a, a plastic material that is derived from uh, fish oil as well as a plant-based curing agent. So you made a plastic-like alternative out of fish? Yes. So it is uh, derived from fish waste, and it's the oil that I use in my experiments. Like fish guts? Yes. <laughs> so tell me, how did you come up with this? How did you think this might work? Um, so this has been previously done with um, vegetable-based oils in the literature. Uh, and being from Atlanta, Canada, there was interest from aquaculture industry to use waste materials from their industry. So uh, my supervisors had this idea to try and use this waste material uh, instead of vegetable-based oils to make this plastic-based material. And when you say it's a plastic alternative, like does it seem just like plastic? Um, so it is a uh, shiny red uh, plastic-like material. Uh, but the exact properties of it, we still need to determine. So as for what type of plastic it could replace, that still needs to be figured out. And how easy is it to produce? Like, could, Do you see this as a viable alternative to using some types of plastic? Uh, it's definitely a viable alternative. Um, many of the steps I try using, so catalysts, I'm using lower energy. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, all of the chemicals that I'm using, I'm trying to use chemicals that are safe for both uh, human health and the environment. So we're trying to use clean and green methods to make this material. Is it biodegradable? So that's something that we are testing. Um, it's very important to uh, make sure that we do test that before it can be put into the environment. Um, and also to define exactly how it degrades. So whether it um, degrades in an acidic environment, will it degrade in uh, the ocean? Will it degrade just thrown in the landfill? And like could be recycled, and all of these things are very important things that need to be investigated. Right, because I mean, don't you think that, is there a huge market out there, Courtney, right now, just kind of waiting to happen if somebody can come up with a more environmentally friendly alternative to plastic? Absolutely. I mean, using petroleum to make plastic is, uh, I mean, using toxic chemicals, it's harmful on the environment. So if someone can make something that is biodegradable, derived from uh, biomaterials, 
and also has the desired properties of the plastic you want to replace, it would be um, an excellent material and a, a humongous industry. Yeah, that would be amazing. So the um, biomaterial that you're using, which is the fish guts, is there an ample supply of that? Um, yes. Yeah, so in Atlanta, Canada alone, I believe the amount of waste from the aquaculture industry is over uh, 400,000 tons. And that's just in Atlanta, Canada alone. So if we look at the rest of Canada, you know, the West Coast or all around the world where aquaculture is just booming, mm -hmm. there is so much waste material that could be used. So I want to emphasize we're not killing any extra fish. <laughs> we are using the material that is already available. Okay. And when you say waste material, is that what is happening to that material then right now? So right now, um, it is either dumped at sea, which is not good. Um, or they need to dispose of it in a landfill and this Ooh. is usually at a high cost to the company. Um, some of the waste is used to make fish meal, which they then use to feed fish in aquaculture. Uh, but a lot of it is just waste that's thrown away. Right. So I would imagine that companies would also be pretty happy to find a product that could be made out of that. Oh, absolutely. Because if we're taking this oil out of the waste material, then there's there less waste for them to get rid of. Right. So it could, you know, make them more money because they're making a product, but then also less cost at disposing waste. Right. So Courtney, like, what is the timeline here? You mentioned that you're still trying to figure out some things about this, like what it could replace. Is it biodegradable? How much longer do you think it's going to take to do all that? So that's a bit of a tough question. Um, so I've been working on this project for about one and a half years now. And uh, so I'm finishing up my master's at the end of the summer. And hopefully there'll be some um, some more students coming in, some industry who are uh, interested in working on this project. And hopefully, if all goes well in several years, if we have a product that is you know viable and biodegradable, I hopefully it can be, you know, put into the, in, uh, you know, put into use essentially. Know, yeah. Yeah. So you're hoping that somewhere a couple of years from now that somebody will pick this up and we'll be seeing this. This will be like plastic. Best case scenario. Yes. That would be awesome. It would be. Listen, Courtney, thank you so much. Thank you very much. That is Courtney Laprise, who is a chemistry graduate student at Memorial University of Newfoundland. She's doing some amazing work there for sure.